stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Okay, so we told you about this case back in November, and I've been curious to see how it would play out, and, and I was hoping for a certain outcome, and it looks as though that's the outcome we got here today. So we're going to find out the details in a second. Uh, but you might remember this story. Uh, a fellow by the name of Jeff uh, McClenahan uh, was driving on uh, Center Street in High River. It was back in, in November. It was Monday, November 6, in fact. So it was in the evening. It was dark out. And uh, he saw a car coming toward him with what he thought were the high beams on. And, and I think it's pretty typical road courtesy that if you see someone with their high beams on, maybe they forgot that they had them on. You give them a little flick of yours, and it's a way of communicating to that person that, hey, you got your high beams on. Well, as it turned out, that vehicle approaching him was a sheriff's vehicle. And the sheriff decided that because the motorist flashed his high beams at him, that that person needed to get a ticket. So technically, you're not supposed to turn your high beams on when someone's within a certain distance from you. So the sheriff argued that Jeff had indeed turned his high beams on at an inappropriate time. So he pulled him over, wrote him a ticket. Now, earlier this year, uh, Jeff went to court. Uh, like a lot of people who go to court, you have that opportunity sometimes to, um, you know, plead guilty, but you get a you get a discount. You pay a little bit less on the ticket. But there was a point of principle here. Uh, and so Jeff decided to fight it. And as I understand today, the ticket's been withdrawn. Now, let's find out what happened. Uh, Jeff McClenahan joins us uh, on the line. Hi, Jeff. Rob, how are you? I- I'm doing good. I'm uh, Good to hear from you. And, and hopefully all is well. At least on, on this front, it sounds like things are, are working out. So what happened today? It's a happy day today out of uh, the courthouse in Okotoks for sure. Absolutely. All right. Well, give us the lowdown then. What, what happened? The, t- the ticket's been thrown out? Well, uh, I guess uh, the short answer is, uh, I mean, that's just a figurative word, I guess, uh, thrown out. But the, the actual verdict or judgment is not guilty. So, um, you know, I guess so in a sense, the ticket is null and void. So I don't have to pay a cent. So it wasn't a case of the Crown saying, oh, well, we'll just we'll let this go. You, the, the judge found that you hadn't done anything wrong. That's correct. In fact, the Crown was uh, more adamant to uh, to take this uh, to trial as well. Um, I had legal representation today, and uh, there was, um, first of all, because the story kind of went so big, uh, I had several different law offices offer me representation, so I took somebody up on that offer. And... Um, we went to court today, uh, obviously, and uh, my attorney wanted to talk about something called de minimis, or which is essentially a, um, something to do with uh, the frivolous court cases and hope to get it thrown out on that without even going to uh, trial and sitting on the stand and that type of thing. But the Crown wanted to go for, uh, forward with it, so we did. Um, police officer was on stand at first, and he had his dash cam evidence that he provided and gave a very lengthy narrative about everything that was going on. And he talked about how he thought that what I was doing was indicative based on the fact that um, I had activated the high beams uh, closer to him than he thought I should have. And 
So that and uh, some other things, the judge came back and said that I had clearly shown uh, enough of uh, evidence on my side. I also had a dash cam, uh, which showed which, you know, his lights look like they were high beams. And there's all kinds of um, clips of it online. You can't help it. You can't miss it. And uh, it just looks uh, that he's got his high beams on. And in fact, under his own admission, which my my attorney ended up asking him further questions to, and I think helped me in the long run, was that he admitted that the new vehicles that they have, those Dodge Chargers, uh, do have bright lights, even when they're in the low beam uh, selection. And that this has been an ongoing issue with other uh, members uh, and the fleet that he's responsible for. That's right. I got a ticket anyway. I wonder how many other people have. Well, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, yeah. You know, he was he was asked um, uh, about well, why did you write this ticket? And it's interesting because he felt he said, well, we could have given a warning, but I felt that uh, based on the fact that I had uh, activated my high beams. Uh, within a certain amount of space from where he was, that it was something I was doing that was vindictive or trying to cause the him, you know, harm or distraction, what have you. And of course, I didn't know that it was a sheriff until right. we had passed each other. Yeah, and that's what my attorney said. Well, do most people, you know, do something like that when they know it's a police officer, or do they, you know, so this type of thing? So. Um, you know, he came back with uh, another instance as well that there is a law out there that, um, and this isn't by any means, you know, for somebody, for everybody to start running with this, go to court with, I mean, they can do what they want. I felt it was, it could have, the whole thing was, I felt they could have had a warning. This was excessive right from right. the get go. Oh, totally. And uh, so essentially, there is a law that has gone as far as the Supreme Court before as it relates to this very issue in the sense that. There's a notion that the general public does this on a regular basis. Everybody and their dog does it as a courtesy. Mm-hmm. It's something that we do to, as a public help for safety or what have you. Um, but, of course, not everybody knows that, nor did I until I had spoken with my lawyer, and uh, who was um, Peter uh, Watkinson out of the uh, Southern Alberta Law Offices in Okotoks. It was fantastic. Um supportive and just to the point and stayed with the facts and the crown wanted to uh suggested to the um to the judge when we broke for a recess that had he have known how close i was when i activated the high beams i guess he would have insisted i pay a stunting fee on top of that which is an additional fine for pulling uh putting your high beams on so close to somebody Mm -hmm. but i think that was just to inflame the whole thing and get things you know which it didn't work anyways, though, as you know, the whole thing was thrown out. So, which yeah. is nice because, I mean, like I said, uh, the whole heart issue, I was, I was, uh, my blood pressure was rather high until uh, earlier this afternoon. Yeah, I'll bet. So, so the law does still stand, um, you know, just so people are aware of it. Uh, in, in this case, you, you, you made an honest mistake. I, I think it's what the judges said. So 300 meters is kind of what the law says, right? That is exactly what the law says. And, uh, you know, again, there's each, each individual circumstance is different. See, as the ticket was written, it was written, fail to, fail to use low beams within 300 meters. Well, it was clear that I was driving with my low beams on until about 
I don't know exactly how far away, but, um, you know, about four or five, six blocks, whatever it was, um, you know, when I activated mine because, and then Crown was, you know, trying to, I guess, put me on the grill and said, well, why did you wait so long to put the high beams on then if you weren't being vindictive and trying to blind them? And I said, well, I was giving them the benefit of the doubt that whoever was driving would get a clue and realize that they had theirs on. Yeah. And hope that they would have shut them off. But again, it was a split second. But, um, you know, uh, again, I think it was, uh, I had a notion or a feeling right from the, from the beginning that he was agitated when he had stopped me. And it was clear today in his testimony that his perception of why I did this is why I got the ticket. So, and that's, those are his words. So, um, you know, that's that's essentially uh, based on some of my behaviors. Uh, he deemed uh, writing me a ticket necessary where, of course, he says at times they do, um, you know, they do use, uh, what is it, um, uh, discretion, I guess, when yeah. it comes to giving those things out. But, um, but what's interesting is that I had a dash cam, he had a dash cam, and he was wearing a mic, so, you know, I didn't swear or anything like that. I was being polite. I was being cooperative. And, um, you know, he thought another thing he thought would because I had my driver's license insurance ready for him to go. He knew that I was guilty of something, but my attorney made a very good point. Well, wasn't he just being cooperative? I mean, <laughs> exactly. is that, you know, uh, and the judge said that too. And that's ultimately what she said. Uh, she said that, uh, he was cooperative from the get go. He wasn't belligerent, uh, you know, and, uh, this is a, this is an instance where we are going to go with that uh, that law in this situation that will apply to this case. Uh, and I was and as I was walking out of court, I know that he was sitting in the back row, and I could have looked, winked, smiled, whatever, <laughs> but I didn't. I just yeah. head up right out the door. And then Global News is waiting outside. So it's been a lot of people have been following it actually because it is a precedent. I mean, it's totally. You know, it's a it's something we all do. I didn't know at the time that it was a law. I know now. It's a hundred and fifty five dollar ticket. Um, like you were saying previously, I did go in in January to try and get a kickback, and they said a hundred and fifteen dollars, and I thought that's out to lunch. That's not much of a discount at all. And I thought, well, you know what? I, I really don't agree with why and how this was given to me in the first place. I feel that that was vindictive, quite frankly. Um, and uh, I wanted to pursue it, knowing full well that there could be a 50-50 chance that I'd have to pay it. I really, to be honest, I thought, you know, the, the judicial system obviously has to back its officers, or of course they have to be fair as well, but I thought that I would at least have to pay something, but uh, it was uh, signed, sealed, and delivered, not guilty. I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, well, no kidding. Well, congrats to you, Jeff. Kudos on you, too, for, you know, standing by this point, and, and certainly kudos to the lawyer as well for taking on this case pro bono and uh, helping make an important point. Well, and I think everybody should do that. And, you know, some even, even some of my friends of mine said, man, it's only $155, just pay the damn ticket. And, you know, some people will say that, but that's that's fine. And I've had tickets where, you know what, I've done wrong, I've sped, or I've gone through a red light. Yeah, i got to bite the bullet. It's going to go ahead and do this and yeah. be done with it. But the whole thing stunk right from the, from the beginning. I mean, I just, a, a quick flash, and then, you know, like I said, too, in the, in the beginning of all of this, uh, I looked in my rearview mirror. He had traveled two or three blocks southbound and then turned around on a dime to chase me back and, 
this type of thing. So anyway, at the end of the day, the judge has the final word, and that's the one I really like today. So. Yeah, no kidding. Well, that's great. Well, Jeff, thanks again for, for making some time for us here today. Good talking to you. Well, thank you, Rob. Take care. All right, you as well. There you go. Uh, Jeff McClinahan uh, in court today. I think it was in Okotoks in court. I think the right decision here. Why write a ticket in the first place? That that seemed vindictive on the officer's part. Because, yeah, even though the law says 300 meters, you're not going to flash somebody who's 300 meters or more away because, like he said, you're giving that person the benefit of the doubt. Okay, they got their high beams on, but I'm approaching, they're approaching, they'll turn them off once they get close. That's the whole point of, of the flash is, that, okay, that person forgot to turn off their high beams quick, on and off. Message delivered, no problem. So I, I think people see this as a common courtesy. And so if, if we're going to make a point now of enforcing this and writing people tickets, then, then I think we need to ensure that people know the law and what the point of the law is. And there's a reason why people do that as a courtesy, because we all realize that if you have your high beams on, that could pose problems for the driver coming toward you, which is the whole reason we do it in the first place. 974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.